Howdy folks and welcome back to Joystick and Mouse video game news and reviews for all you filthy casuals out there. Don and Gobit Diddy in the gaming community with me this evening as always is Jay Dimes. What's going on? This is episode 141 and today is July 12th, 2022. And on the program today, Stadia tries to update it, tries to up its game. See how hard that was to say, up Stadia. <laughs> Typical week with Blizzard where they win some and lose some. Another game studio gets gobbled up and we have a list of games that fell a little long today. <laughs> so fair enough. Um so what's been going on? Well, oh, in this week's news of people can't do shit right. <laughs> the inspector came back. Oh. yesterday yeah and said it still ain't right no god they fixed most of it but not all of it and there is something that he thinks maybe he can let go uh but one thing that he is definitely not letting go so we shall see so we shall see. This, this is the new electrical panel that they put in, right? Yeah, yeah. So did he? <laughs> okay. The and then he the actually fixed something the that, that they that they didn't actually tell him he needed to fix. What? What's the thing that he can't let go? Um, the way that he has the main breaker mounted in the box is. Hold on a second. What is playing? Oh, my phone has decided it wants to talk. Hold on. Hi, Tim's phone. Oh. Um, so the way that he has it mounted in the box is like a div like there's some sort of bracket that he's using that's not standard. Uh, and they're like, no, it has to be a standard mounting bracket. Like, you can't make a bracket. Like, it needs to be something that is. Isn't it something he should know? Yeah, 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 it is. It you is definitely think. something you should know. So you would think, I um, you know, I wonder about people sometimes. Yeah. So yeah. Vanessa's waiting to hear back from the insurance company because we're like, yo, can we just have our electrician to take care of this stuff? Yeah, like, you know that, so that's sort of the thing about insurance companies, right? All they care about is the bottom dollar, so they want the person that can do it the cheapest. Which yeah, is but you would think not like can I get that person. <laughs> when you're putting down like carpet or flooring or painting, all that bullshit. Yeah, whatever. But when you're talking about the actual thing that caused yeah. the fire, like you're like, yo, do you want to be back here six months from now or four years from now and had a colossal issue and y'all going to be on the hook for it again with more culpability because you hired a yeah, really. shitty electrician yeah, you did know. it <laughs> right right yeah we this is not listen there's stuff that was done in this house that i'm like yo i don't know how it was okay although what i've heard is that the codes for electrical were much more lax they were um, our house was built in the 90s and even then the codes were much more lax than they are now I told yeah. I told you about ours when we had we had um, an electrician come out to run some lines, uh, some data lines upstairs to the office, and when he went up in the attic, 
he said, do you know that your static fan isn't hooked up? <laughs> and I'm like, what do you mean isn't hooked up? He goes, well, it's not hooked up and it will never come on because the sensor is not where it needs to be to actually turn the fan on. So we, we actually had to get him to, to hook the fan up and put the sensor where it, but at some point it was, it was never hooked up. It was never hooked up, it was never running. So they put it in when they built the house and just no, never, they didn't. they didn't. So we had, so you think the previous owners started to install and just gave up? No. So what, <laughs> this is a, so, uh, Year, several years ago, we had a big windstorm and it tore the, um, tore the vent off the top of the roof. So we had them come out and fix the, fix that vent. Well, when they were here, they said, Hey, um, you guys don't have an attic fan. Would you want us to put one in? And we're like, Sure, and it was only like it was only like a couple hundred bucks more, and they were here already, so we didn't have to pay for them to come out or anything. They were right. here to do the insurance fix. And we're like, sure, I actually that sounds great. Um, so, so, but they never hooked it up. They put it in, installed it, and never hooked it up. So what's really killer about this is, and, and I wish I could find the company's name because I probably would, would write them a review somewhere. Um, we had another company come out and replace the roof last year. And they came, and when he went up and then came back down to do the estimate, he goes, you know, if you have a roof vent, you don't need an attic fan. Oh, that's BS. She said you only need one or the other and actually having both of them is bad because the attic fan will just draw the heat it'll just you know draw it right out of the roof vent you won't even it won't pull the air correctly so the company that was here originally to replace the roof vent knew that and sold it to us anyways this is really irritating so here's a funny thing though I was actually watching a video this morning and the guy was saying the direct opposite. He had one of those roof vents, kind of like a pop-up. The ridge vent, yeah. A ridge vent. He had a ridge vent. Mm -hmm. And actually, I was watching two of them. I watched two different ones where people with ridge vents were installing attic fans. Yeah, this uh, and the guy said, you don't need you only need one, one or the other. But they were using both. These people had the need for both because the the ridge vent was not allowing enough hot air out of the house. Yeah, he said actually, if he, and he, he 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 well, I, I so <laughs> I don't know. That's what the other the the second company said. You know, it if all it's going to do is suck the air out of the ridge vent, out of the attic fan. It's just going to pull the air and pull right out, and you're not actually going to pull the heat out of the attic. Well, I don't know. So, I watched a couple of videos where the two guys would disagree with that. That, so, uh, that's an interesting. so if anybody knows, somebody out there actually knows, <laughs> let us know what the uh, what the the actual 
thing is. So, um, so I, I finished, um, stranger things this week. I've never started. And this is going to be a really unpopular opinion. I did not like it. It was whack. It had, it could have been epic. It just, uh, it, the, they set it up well. It, it was going really well. And then, and then they copped out. I feel like the writers just completely copped out at the end. Just like, if you didn't see that coming a thousand miles away, it was, I it just, man, they, they had it. They had it in their grasp. And I think I've heard this from a lot of people is they, 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 they were just almost there and then took the easy way out. There are a lot of shows that get to the end and they don't figure out how to close the deal. Game of Thrones. Um, Game of Thrones. Well, okay. So here, this is the thing about Game of Thrones. I give them a pass in some ways and still give them a super F in others. So I think what the end of Game of Thrones showed is that those guys that were the producers of those shows or the guys in charge, Benioff, and I can't remember the other guy's name. Uh, I don't think they had a lot of creativity, right? Because the decline of the show occurred pretty much right where they stopped having Martin's books to pull from, right? right? So he hasn't finished the story. They just couldn't come up with a coherent way to finish the story either. Or just didn't put any effort into it, one or the other. Um, so although I like that show, I don't know that they really should get any credit for the show being good because, you know, when left to their own devices, they couldn't figure anything out. I personally didn't hate the final status of everything. Eh. Boo. I, I didn't hate the final status. I just hated how they got there. What did you like about the final status? Like, well, what about that final status was was okay? I I I I wasn't. I was I I actually was okay with Bran being king. I was okay with Daenerys being dead. I just didn't think it should happen that way. I didn't. I was okay with John being. Um, okay, Game of Thrones has been over for long enough. Yes, this is spoilers. Just deal with it. John um, got okay. That might have been one of my biggest beefs with the show is that John was the John went through more than anybody else and at the end got nothing they they essentially sent him off to die well he is the uh, whatever the hell it was called of the of the of the black no he black gave black. that up didn't, wasn't he? Didn't he go back to the wall? He went back to the wall, right? No, nah, he went back beyond the wall. Oh, right. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, I, I think I think the punishment that they tried to met out was to send him back to the wall, and he was like, "Nah, I'm and just he gonna went, keep kept walking." Going, right? Yeah. Which I think is terrible. Like, he's the only guy that made good, like, really made 
good, reasonable decisions. Yeah, see them throughout okay, the show. So here, here, here is Game of Thrones creators. Here's your thing: they should have offered him the king, the crown, and throne, and he should have turned it down and gone back to the wall to lead the crows. That would have been a better ending. It would have been a better story. I mean, it shouldn't have been a matter of offering it. It's, it was actually his birthright. It was, uh, it was his birthright. <laughs> yeah, it, true. It was his birthright. And he should have, you know, abdicated it and said, you know, I don't want this and going to live yeah, out his I day. feel like he was the only one left that was fit to be king. The other thing that really irked me about the end of that show was them pushing Missandra off that wall. Well, it has that uh, other things, but. <laughs> so, really, that show would have been okay with me if she and Grey Worm had just sailed off into the sunset. Yep, that would have been fine. That would have been perfectly been fine, fine with me. Actually, um, what would have been great yeah. would have been, and you could have rolled a whole nother series out of this, if they'd have returned to take back, um, I can't remember the lands where they yeah, came me from. Yeah, me neither. But if they would would have returned there to take those back, that would have been a better ending. That would have been a better <laughs> story. And the other problem I have with them pushing her off that wall is that they took the guy who is probably the most honorable character in the show and like they just sent him off into rage mm -hmm. like he did yes. all sorts of things that he really would have never done had he not seen his woman yep. pushed off that wall yes true like Grey Worm was the best character on that show uh, he definitely he was, was one of the my favorites yeah. he was the badass um in my opinion, he had the finest woman on the show <laughs> on his arm. <laughs> um, and yeah, I, I think they just screwed that up. They screwed up the great love story of Game of Thrones. They did. And they could have, you know, the only a history the of only doing that. They did a incestuous love story yes. on that show. They, they did it a and lot. And they went out wrong. They did it a lot. And it was almost like. They could have let it. They could have let let the fans have one, and they didn't. Listen, right? the brother and sister got the fairy tale ending, and they were brother and sister. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, they got the the uh, the pure Shakespeare tragic yeah, ending, which right? also is another thing for me. We could do a whole episode about Game of Thrones. <laughs> we could do a whole episode. About I don't, I'm, well, I'm not sure. Well, actually, we could tie this into video games because there's a Game of Thrones video game coming. Oh, well. Right. I mean, but listen, it's probably not going to have any of my favorite characters in it. So <laughs> there's yeah, that. Probably not. All right. So I actually, I uh, I gave you the first one there, Tim. All right. <laughs> Google launched Click to Play a couple months ago, but this week their Stadia offering got got a big boost they launched 11 new games that you can try on their platform and to that i have a question 
who's still using Stadia? Well, that was that was my thought too. <laughs> um, but and so here's here's how popular this is. I didn't even know they launched this. This was about three months ago. And, and it's a great service. It's called Click to Play. You don't have to log in. You don't have to know I have an account. You don't have to do anything. You can just click one of these games and play it. And it's and it's timed, like any demo is. Most of them are an hour. Some of them are two hours. But you don't have to have anything. You can just try it. How they didn't market the hell out of this because they're dummies to try to get people to come back to it and at least try it is beyond me and they gave some great games that if, you know if you haven't played them before these yeah, were fantastic not... games to give them a try and there's actually a couple on here i want to go play to see if i want to buy them because you know um because i've looked at outriders about 35 different times and and just haven't you know had the gumption to buy it i'm gonna go try it on stadia lake looks pretty entertaining yep um so uh, the games they released were uh, golf assassins, with your friends assassins creed valhalla far cry 6 far cry right. primal outriders golf with your friends lake deliver us the moon the falconer uh lumote uh, through the darkest of times and death run. That's a pretty damn good lineup. So what I would say is that I would say those the the Far Cries and the Assassin's Creeds I kind of think of throwaways because at this point who hasn't played those games? Well, I own those. I, I'm on, I'm going who, to own every. Far if somebody Cry wanted game to ever, play them, I'm going to own every Far Cry game. That's just that's the way it goes. I love those games. But Outriders was pretty good. I, I think I think I'm thinking of the I think I'm thinking uh, of the right game yeah, with I, Outsiders. I'm I've pretty sure. At yes, about four different yeah, times. I'm looking at the image. Uh, <laughs> Alex and I started that game because it was was it included on Game Pass? I think it was in Game Pass when it first came out. It might have been in Game Pass. Yeah, that game was hard. Yeah, we're going to get into that later. It was <laughs> tough. Um, uh, yeah, but, um, Deliver Us the Moon looked really cool. I just never got a chance to try it. Um, uh, what was the other one? Oh, Lake. Lake looks good. It looks really yeah. good. I might try Lake. Yeah, and and so like with with a well, I mean we both played Assassin's Creed, but you could play for two hours. We might get you through the tutorial, maybe. But I'm gonna tell you what Stadia needs to do. Stadia needs to take a page out of what Xbox just did, and they need to start putting thin clients in in other devices yes if there was a stadia app on apple tv for for instance yes i'd be more apt to play oh by the way well, if those anyone coming to samsung tvs right you're just gonna be able to use yeah. your controller but i really I, like 
I think the issue that Microsoft is going to run into is like you're kind of limiting yourself to people who have just bought like TVs in the last couple of years. Uh huh. The 4K an Apple TV can run that client. It is p- powerful enough yep. to run that client. They need. They both need to get the, their apps on Apple TVs. And yeah. I think they would get more people that were willing to play. Now, you're going to have to do the thing where people have to buy the games outside of the app so that they exist in their library and they're not paying for them through Apple. Yes, right, but that's, have to do that's the joy of this click-to-play. Even if you get to right. play it for an hour, you can try it and see if you'd like it. Like, I wish I'd have had that for the game I'm going to review today because I wouldn't have bought it, <laughs> but, you know. Ooh. But, you know, their list on click-to-play is, it's amazing. It's really good. There, there's got to be 70 games on here that you can play for up to an, at least an hour. Some of them are two hours. What we are, um, what we are seeing, I think, in, in, in the last year, is I think the death of the death of consoles. I think consoles will exist for people who have a desire to play games at the highest quality with all the bells and whistles. See, I think consoles will still exist for people that don't have the infrastructure to play the well, that play too. games that on too. a yes, yes, yes. That no, I think you're absolutely right. Yeah, uh, there is going to be a a segment of society who will always be limited now, <laughs> not by their pockets, but by their having, bandwidth. Having said that, here's the problem with consoles is I, I was talking to somebody else the other day and they do not have a high bandwidth connection. They have like a, I think it was 50 meg, 50 or 75 meg, something like that. And it took them almost two days yep. to download the patch yep for the game they just bought there's no way you should have and in a lot of a lot of those places where that is also an issue a secondary issue that they run into is that they do not have unlimited yes yeah uh they don't have unlimited bandwidth bandwidth yeah they get capped and so trying to download an update for a game could run you over the cap that you have for the month yeah yeah Definitely an issue. Yes, and then I was actually throttle. talking to one of my former coworkers, um, who was in one of those places where having good internet was a has was an issue, and um, I was he signed up for uh, Starlight. Oh yeah, and I was asking him if he had gotten his Starlight box because I have another <laughs> friend who has gotten their Starlight box. And uh, he was saying no, but his his provider had begun offering 100 over 100 for $80 a month. Wow. And I said, and I chuckled, wow. and I said, I get gigabit for that. Yep. And he was like, are you serious? Mm-hmm. I was like, yep. I was like, now listen, it's he's still in a much better place than he was. He is. And, and he's probably still playing less. 
than he would for Starlight for that same amount of bandwidth. Yep, definitely. Um, but yeah. No, is that, D- is is it DSL? No, I think it's no, cable. It's cable. I think it's cable. So, and, and this is where I sort of think um, broadband wireless is gonna gonna hit. Uh, if if we can get enough five G out to the world and not swamp it completely, mm-hmm. uh, I think that'll help a whole lot of people with this issue. Yeah, because you can put up a tower fairly fairly easily, you know, a whole lot easier than running run fiber and cable to people's houses. That is definitely true. Um, you just need, you need to be able to have the consistency. Yeah. God, this click the playlist is amazing. Listen, I know what you're going to be doing. Just amazing. Alrighty. Um, so Blizzard. Blizzard, Blizzard, Blizzard. What are we going to do? Blizzard, Blizzard, Blizzard. Blizzard Entertainment is officially ending new content development for its MOBA, Heroes of the Storm, and will instead focus solely on keeping the game running smoothly with seasonal roles, hero rotations, bug fixes, balance updates, and more. I don't understand this. I don't understand what it is about POTS that Blizzard doesn't like. What it is about what? POTS. Heroes of the Storm. Sorry. POTS. Oh. I um, mean... So, I mean, MOBAs are, are a huge, huge genre of games. This had a whole cult, huge uh, esports following to it. People loved it. I even enjoy. I don't really like MOBAs that much, and I enjoyed this one. This one was fun. Um, so I'm not sure. I'm not sure why this is is being done this way through Blizzard. I'm gonna go out on a limb. I'm going to go out on a limb and say that. The issue is probably not so much critical acclaim and whether people like the game, but that the game is not bringing in the amount of money that Blizzard wants to see for the amount of money that Mm. they're putting into upkeep. I mean, because here's the thing. They're not, they are not going to throw away good money, right? So if, if the money was right, we continue to see it. This had a huge esports following now. How does that not make money? Ah, I don't, well, look, I mean, let's, let's think about Street Fighter, right? Street Fighter 4 had a huge following, right? They stopped support for 4, went to 5. 
made less of it. They made it only for Sony. They didn't even make it for mm-hmm. Xbox. I mean, they just kind of shot themselves in the foot with it. Um, I don't know that following always equates to money. Is and I, and I haven't played this game. Is this game free to play? Yes, but there are lots of cosmetics and stuff that you can buy in it. But yeah, but then I mean that still also means people have to buy it. They don't have to buy them. They're all cosmetics. No, 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 no. I mean they have to buy them for Blizzard to recoup any money. Yes. So if people are playing the game but they are not buying the product, you know, that's that's gonna be problematic for them. I I think they were. I thought it was doing well too. I, I it just and it hasn't been that long. That's that was the thing that, that I was actually surprised about this is um it's only been six years. Since it was released. Mm. Yeah, I don't know. So I, I, I mean, know it's it, a, it's an interesting, it's an interesting conundrum. Yeah, it's um, yeah, I I'm I'm, it's almost like there's something else behind this one that we don't know anything about. Well, like could this be was sure. somebody's baby at Blizzard, and they're maybe not that there person anymore, left. And, they were like, all right, well, they left. We're done. We're moving to Overwatch for that eSports thing. Just said, not going to do it. Yeah, and well, here's something else. This could be this could be a Microsoft thing. Like, on the low key, you know? Maybe. Yeah, that's they, they know that this is not something that Microsoft wants to continue with. As long as that deal goes uh, through. How that deal's going to go through. UK is not happy about it. Mm, they'll figure it out. I, I mean, and listen, even I'm going to be honest with you. Something off, I don't do even it. know why they are not like what what is their what is their hesitation? I don't remember. I don't know. I I I don't remember why the UK is all up. I would ask them, are they happy with the harassment <laughs> that is going on? Yeah, really. That's the truth. Although from the few people that I know that are associated with the Blizzard, apparently it is much better. Much better. Yeah, I you know, I'm just uh I'm just irked that old boy is gonna still get And be on the board, which is really, 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 really Yeah, I don't I don't like it. Yeah. Me either. Um, I don't like it. I get it. But at least I he's get not it. really in charge anymore, so. Yeah, that's what they want us to believe, that he's not really in charge. <laughs> I don't know that I believe it, but I I get that's what they're telling us. Hopefully, if, if he is still in charge, they've put enough layers... Yes. Between he and the poor people that, uh, you know, it won't be as bad as it was before. But he, he ought to be, he ought to be taken out. I, I personally thought he should have been gone immediately, but who am I? Uh, you know, sometimes that's the way these contracts work. You can't. 
you can't get them out as fast as you want. What is that, Speaking the Rolling Stones? You can't always can't get, always get what you, what want. you want. Yeah. So it's been but, almost three years since the last in-person BlizzCon in 2019. Oh my god. In 2020, BlizzCon was canceled due to COVID. COVID-19 pandemic. However, this was replaced by BlizzCon Line uh, in February of 2021, which was awful. Uh, there's been no in-person BlizzCon since then, and the BlizzCon Line 2022 event was also can also canceled. Uh, many fans were hoping for a 2022 in-person, but it was canceled once again due to the lawsuit that came out. However, in the first news we've heard of an in-person BlizzCon since the start of COVID-19 pandemic, Mike Ibarra told the LA Times that we are committed to bringing back BlizzCon in 2023. So, I know you're not that into Blizzard, but think of it as in con terms. Are we ready for this big conference with a lot of people all together in one spot san diego comic-con starts this weekend are we ready for comic-con uh, um man i think i just got i think there's a very mask. large <laughs> i think there's a very large portion of our population that is very ready i think it's only um, been the last two or three weeks that i you know have well, been wearing a mask going into a store yeah, I mean, listen, Man. I'm still wearing my mask going to the stores. Um, it's tough. Um, but I think... I think the world is, is going to reopen. I think it needs to reopen, right? Um, what I say to people is, like, if there are things that you want to do... And it means you got to go out in front of large, large amounts of people. Um, get yourself a good KN95 or N95 mask. They are in much better supply than yep. they were at the beginning. And, you know, you got to, you actually, know. They're relatively inexpensive, too, nowadays. Get your shots, you know, if, yep. if you're... If you're willing to take take a vaccine, take the vaccine, get your booster. I'm going to ask my doctor if I can get the second booster. I got the second if, booster. If I'm if I am uh I'm allowed. a man. I'm allowed to get the yeah. booster cuz I'm no man. <laughs> so uh Yeah, I mean, listen, the world is going to open back up and I think you're going to see more and more people that aren't wearing masks. We went to Will and I went to go see Thor. Mhm. Mm Sunday, yep. I paid for an extra seat. I bought a buffer seat. Um, and and at Alamo, historically, there have still been large amounts of people that wear masks in the movie theater. Um, it was always somewhere in the neighborhood of 60-40-70-30 once. Yeah. Man, I don't think there was anybody wearing masks in that movie theater yesterday besides Will and I. Huh. See, see, no. A normal, I, I think in a movie theater, if there were people there and knowing Alamo that probably was busy, I, I would 
probably still wear a mask in that situation. I mean, I put my mask on once I finished. Like, I kept my mask on until we started eating. Yeah. Of course, you can't have a mask on while I eat. And then when I finished eating, I put it back on. Um, but, yeah, I think, yeah, I just, I think the, I, I think the world is just going to open back up. And, um, you know, if you're going to still be out, you're going to run into large amounts of people that aren't wearing masks. Listen, when I was in Raleigh, like you get below Richmond mm-hmm. South. Yep. Yeah. And listen, these these folks live different. They haven't even heard of the word mask. <laughs> they, they live different. I I was uh now, even heard you know, the I was mask. I was staying with a buddy, hanging out, and uh a, a lot of what we did while I was there surrounded either eating or drinking, and we were outside a lot of the time. Um but like even when you go inside, like we went to a brewery and we sat outside and drank and like even going back inside to mm-hmm. get like another beer or whatever. Like, hey, most people ain't wearing masks down there. Yeah. Um, well, you and I, you and I went to a a cookout this past week, and nobody wore masks. But we were outside most of the time. Yeah. And it was with people we knew. So. And thankfully, for the most to part, to my knowledge, no one has. Uh, nobody got sick from. Nobody's gotten I know sick. Of it. <laughs> um. So yeah, listen, I. Uh, I think people can take people can take the precautions. That they feel are necessary. I did contact my um, tattoo artist though. I, the one, that, the one that well, I was told about at that at the party. I I got in touch with them, so we'll see what comes yeah, of that. And I wouldn't be. I mean, you know, like I'm sure some of these tattoo artists are like, "Yo, wear your mask." When I go to I, when look, I go to my chiropractor, I will wear a mask. It's 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 not an option. You yeah. know what I mean? Like he's like, "Yo, you gonna wear a mask?" I'm like, all right, I ain't got no problems with it. Yeah, you know? it was uh, so. This, actually, this past week, I went to the doctor because I had to get just, you know, a regular checkup. I had to get my um, prescription refilled. And um, I had to wear a mask. Everybody in the doctor's office had to wear a mask. Yeah. So, yeah, it, it's, there are some places. I think it's sort of maybe the the type of establishment because <laughs> last weekend we went to our favorite side of the road dive diner and nobody had a mask on <laughs> not a soul in is New this York. also my favorite side of the road dive, dive diner yorkshire oh no 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 i've not been there people keep telling me i should go oh my god the food now is listen amazing. i think restaurants are funny are a funny place because like you know at some point during your time there in the restaurant mm-hmm you're gonna have to take your mask off because you can't eat yeah, with a can, mask on, right? Yeah. So, like, I mean, I used to like when my buddy Ben and I we would go to we go to Foster's every other week, and I like used to wear the mask in until I got my beer in front of me, and I was just like, well, listen, the same people that are sitting in front of me while I'm waiting for my beer are gonna be still here when I get it, and I'm drinking. Yep. So you know, like, you know. All through, all through, like COVID, since we've reopened, we've opened the world back up. Like Foster's has kind of been the time where I've been like, ah, we're kind of, ro- kind of rolling the dice here. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Uh, um, back in, it's, speaking of Foster's, Beck and I went the other night for, for uh, lunch or dinner. I don't even remember. But have you been up there lately? I was there last week. No, week before last, I was there. Oh, they might not have had it then. So they have a new beer. Uh, it's by Three Notched. It's a it's a one of their Nephilim series. 
to lemon drop it is freaking phenomenal like, i don't know if i had that or not i don't i don't that doesn't ring a bell I'm to me serious this is one of the best tasting beers i've ever had it is oh, that well. good it's, it's i don't know if i'm going to end up I, well actually i i technically we should be going this week but i don't think we are we're going to end up pushing till next week um so yeah i don't know i i would i would like yeah. to try that it sounds tasty so out there if you if you get a chance and you get to try this three notched um nephilim series batch three lemon drop it's all right is great really really good okay so yeah it, blizzcon sounds like a blast gotta be fun i mean if you're gonna go to one that's the one to go to the now one that's gonna happen after three years off but here's the thing i will say about that it's where do they normally do blizzcon anaheim so you're going to be in california Mm-hmm. They might require you where require people to wear a mask indoors. I mean, and uh, that is maybe, always the okay. thing. The the vendor could say, "Listen, you need to wear. Everyone has to wear a mask inside." Yeah. I mean, I I I don't think if if I don't think barring some crazy downturn or up, I guess I should say uptick yeah. in cases. Mm-hmm. I don't think by the time twenty twenty three comes. I would be shocked if we are back in mass. Yeah, I'd be I, I absolutely be shocked. I will be if we're I back get... in mandatory mass. I am sure that there will be some folks, um, at BlizzCon. Yep, who will still wear masks. My wife and I said we are never getting on a plane again without a mask on. Really? Never. 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 Eh. I think it would depend on how long the flight is. Every time we've been on a plane, we've been sick. Every oh, well, fair every enough. time. I mean, listen, the air on a plane is some of the filthiest air. Yeah, they, they claim it gets it gets recycled every three minutes. They're full of shit. There's no way that that, that air gets recycled. Every mm-hmm. time we get on a plane, one of us is sick afterwards. Yeah, I mean, I could see that. But listen, especially if they do something that's non-Blizzard in conjunction with BlizzCon, like something more globally gaming related, um, I'd be really interested in in going. I would love to go to E3 sometime. But Uh, you know what? I feel like E3 isn't even what E3 used to be anymore. It would have been what it was before, you know? Yeah, I I think all the manufacturers have basically kind of stopped doing what was it this was gamescon this right here right yeah Where gamescon is were. still so a big that one been fun so that would be cool to go to but like microsoft could make microsoft could really make the well, they decision could, that they don't need game that they don't need e3 well they could have their own conference right they, they could they have their have own conference the games and yeah being done anyways um i think i think gamescom and e3 we may see become a more publisher focused and become more publisher focused in their presentations as opposed to um platform focused yeah yep i mean maybe if somebody's got a new console or something coming out but you know as we've said i don't know how much more of that new console rollout that we're gonna see yeah i i don't know it'll be interesting 
Um, I would also like to go to um, what is it? Penny Arcade? Is that is that the? Aren't they a comic thing? Don't no, there's a. There used to be a con surrounding Penny Penny Arcade. I thought. Well, okay, so yeah, so there was an ex an expo. Two PAX. big ones I would love to go is Comic Con. I'd like to go. I'd love to go to Comic Con. I'd like to go to Dragon Con sometime. What's Dragon Con? That's role playing. It's in Atlanta. Okay. It's basically a big old nerd con. It's everything and anything. There's podcasting. There's, you know, influencers. There's games, tabletop, all of it. It's all there. Let me tell you, I went to Blurred Con last weekend. Yeah. That was an experience. <laughs> it was a good time. It was a good time. Um, oh, oh, speaking of cons and, and things, I finally checked out. The comic shop here, the new one, Echo Base. Oh yeah, yeah. What'd I you think? finally got in there. It it's a nice little shop. I mean, it it could have more. Yeah, I mean, it's a smaller. Sh they have a full, a more of a full size store out in Burke, um, which is called Toshi Station. Toshi. Um, yeah, it's a nice little shop. It's a nice I mean, little shop. Yeah, it's a nice like if somebody needed an LCS like in that area, like center, because I don't know. Until you get out to Toshi and Burke, I don't know, or you go, dude, I can't even think of a shop. Well, no, there is a shop. There's a couple shops in Manassas. So yeah, it kind of sits in a nice place where, like, if you're a comic in, buyer or you like, you like Sterling toys or to... whatever. Yeah, it, it sits in a nice place yep. where you, where you don't have to go too far. Yeah, yeah I, I found a nice, nice copy of Sandman, which I've been itching to pick up, so. Okay, sweet. All right, man. I think you have the next one. Um, Supermassive Games is known for its interactive horror narratives, including 2015's Until Dawn, The Dark Pictures Anthology, and more recently, The Quarry. This week, Eurogamer reported that the Danish company Nordisk Games acquired the studio. So if Nordisk sounds familiar, <laughs> it's because they just, we talked about this last couple months ago, probably about six months ago, uh, they bought Avalanche Studios, which did Just Cause. Oh, okay. Uh, um, I've played a little Until Dawn. Uh, uh -huh. And when I say a little, I mean a little. Um. Yeah, I don't know. This one didn't move a needle for me a whole lot, but Just Cause you know. is a good game. I enjoy it. I enjoyed that. Um I mean, it it seems that we are continuing the consolidation of game studios. But I yeah, so so I really put this in so we could actually talk about that. We we're, we're seeing I think we talked about this like on the third episode about how we see four or five huge game studio conglomerations, right? Mm -hmm. And and all our games are going to come from that. It has its good points and it has its bad points. You know, you don't sort of get the innovation that you would get if you have a whole bunch of little studios, but you're going to get more polished 
and probably more quantity of games. So, yeah. listen, I think, I think here's the thing that like the community has to consider: we are always going to see new indie game studios because there will always be creators that have a game that they want to make, and they're going to make a small studio and they're going to make that game, and they may either be successful enough that they continue to make the games that they want, or maybe the game will be a success and they're going to take that opportunity to cash in and get a bigger machine behind them. Right. Yeah. Um, and I think sometimes it, it kind of depends on where the initial money came from, right? If you're a startup and you've got investors and those investors are looking to recoup what they've put in and sometimes the sale is what you have to do. Um, so, but I don't think people should lose heart that like, the indie community is going to go away because you know these studios keep getting bought up. I think they're going to keep replenishing themselves. Yeah, I don't. And I don't. Then, I don't think we've seen the, the end of indie games by any means, no, especially far. the world we live in, right? You know, where you can self-publish, and we have the Steam mm -hmm. platform, and we have, you know, uh, pre. We have this new pre-release thing where you can buy the game and and you know basically. Yeah play it while they're still making it um, type of stuff. So there's a lot of, of vehicles for for indie developers to use. Um, I know that Microsoft has also has indie um, vehicles for them to get funding yeah. to work on games. So, and I think uh, NVIDIA has the same thing. They have, you know, a Oh, and actually Amazon does too, right? They have their... Um, yeah, I think I think all the platforms you know, are yeah. doing their due diligence to to bring in indie games. It's Listen, indie games are great for console yep. manufacturers because they typically make games that you're not asking the consumer to spend $60 on. Yeah, I think um, that's, that's the good thing, right? Is because I bought yep. that one uh, Moving Westward no, I think it was like ten bucks, and it was a blast. Right, it right, was yeah. Weird and funny and and quirky and cute and and it was fun. Wasn't very. That's all you can ask for. Wasn't very long, but it was only ten bucks. So, great deal. Oh, uh, let's see what do we got here. All right, now to our list. We always have to have a list. Around here, we love a good story. Gameplay is important, but without a good narrative to hold it all together, the whole thing gets old quick. But what about the games that get old later? The ones that <laughs> go on a bit too long or started out good, but just sort of fell off the cliff? Well, here's a list of them put out by what culture that overstayed their welcome. Mm. So, for, I, I couldn't agree with... So I took a look at the whole list, and, and, and I pretty much agree with them. I definitely agree with the last, the, the top one. Oh, but, I know you do. But one that's not on here is Horizons. Zero Dawn mm. was a good game. It went on way too long. I mean, way too long. Even if you didn't do any of the side quests, it was too Breaking so, long. <laughs> here, okay. So here's the thing for me. 
I I have a hard time knocking a game because it's long, right? Because as a consumer, I feel like you're giving me value for my money. Unless the game sucks, right? If you're not an engaging game and you are ridiculously long, that's a little more problematic for me. But if the game is continues to be engaging, I don't really mind that it's long. So, for instance, Valhalla. I haven't finished Valhalla because I spent so much time playing Odyssey. But I wasn't mad about the length of Odyssey. It was just long. But, like, hey, I got my money's worth. You know what I mean? Like, I got, I got a lot of entertainment out of that time. And I, I kind of, I kind of like that. You know, um, give me my money's worth. So the first, their their number t- number ten game is Assassin's Creed Valhalla. I actually didn't think Valhalla was too long. It was. I still felt like I was getting more powerful as the game went on. Even if I when I got to the end, I felt like I was still getting upgrades. That was my problem with Zerodon. Is I got to a point where nothing was an upgrade. I could get different things but it wasn't helping me with the game anymore i just was going through and doing the same thing at the end so i would i would make an argument that in looking at this list i don't know how you don't make the same argument for a game like breath of the wild i think breath of the wild i don't know if it was too long Oh, it was stupid long. It was too long. And and, and I'll give that one the same problem. It was a great problem. game. It was a great game <laughs> for about the first two-thirds of it. And then it was like, you should have ended it here. And, and, and listen, I will say for that game, one of the only saving graces for that game for me of its length was the fact that they put out that like I hadn't finished the game by the time they put out the DLC. Mm-hmm. So the DLC drove new interest for me. Right. Did it give you anything even though to it lengthened the, the game? game for me? It um it it it, it allowed me not to really dwell on the fact that like yo this game's long as hell. Um, I didn't play right, so Andromeda. Yeah, so let me let me. I'll I'll tell you what. I I was gonna go through each one, but I, I'll I'll roll through the list. So, uh, number ten was Assassin's Creed Valhalla. Uh, Mass Effect Andromeda was nine. I Mass Effect was Andromeda was just a bad game. Period. Just that seems was, to be the general consensus. Uh, Batman Arkham Knight was uh, eight. Uncharted Four, A Thief's End. Can I can I can I go back to Arkham Knight? Yeah. Arkham Knight had some some gameplay issues for me, specifically driving the car, which I thought was mm-hmm. terrible in that game. Yeah. But I don't think Arkham Knight is even the longest game in that series. I don't think it is. I think Arkham City is longer than Arkham Knight. It just play smoother yeah i i I think their problem with that one is um and it had a terrible ending arkham knight ended terribly 
Yeah. With that stupid car, car chase. Was, but it was so bad having to drive the Batmobile around yep. to places. Yep. It was just, it, yeah, uh, you know, and so, so that's one where the story was, was, was good. It got going and then yeah. there's a bunch of bad guys you have to kill. Yep. Yeah. And then you got to drive the Batmobile somewhere else to go kill another bad guy, a yeah. whole bunch of bad guys. So that one started out well and the story just sort of fell apart. Yeah. Fell apart and didn't go anywhere. Um, Uncharted 4, A Thief's End. I can't comment on that because I didn't play it. <laughs> Did you watch the movie? I have not seen the movie. I actually might turn the movie on. That's uh, one I should, we get done should watch. Play. It's, it's, it's actually like a lot of people knock that movie. I thought that, especially for someone who wasn't like enthralled with the games, mm -hmm. I thought the movie was really good. It had great arcs. Wahlberg and Tom Holland were really good together. And so I thought it was a really good movie. That's the thing about the Uncharted games is the, is the story's really good. Yeah. I, I always knock Uncharted. It's a Tomb Raider ripoff to me. But um, actually, this might be the one that I quit. I know there was one Uncharted game that I just, I was like, I, I'm not doing this. Because <laughs> you don't play as Nathan. Oh, uh, I don't remember if that's four. That might be four. Okay, so, um, so now I understand this one because it, it's just bad. That just The story just no, never no, no, no. goes it's, anywhere. No, it's not four. I don't think. There is a game where there's an Uncharted game where the the main characters are are women. Yes, that's it. But and I it had nothing don't... to do with them being women. It just had to be that it never went anywhere. It just it, the story. No, it's didn't... that's Lost Legacy, which comes out after four. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, I I didn't play Uncharted Four. I only ever played the first couple, so I can't. I think Will played Four and them. liked it. Uh, after that was Mafia Three. Never. Never played any of the Mafia games. Nope. Can't do it. The next one I agree with wholeheartedly, one hundred percent. The next one is Days Gone. That was number five. Is that the one with the guy from Walking Dead? Yes. Norman. No, Reedus. no, no, no. That's uh stranding. Uh Days Gone is the zombie one. Um but Or does it have a Norman Reedus like character? It has uh, it has a like character, yeah. Yes. And and basically you are you are him, you're riding around on a motorcycle killing zombies, and there are just hordes and hordes of zombies all the time, and there's no story. Well, there is. It's a, a loose story about capturing towers and and stuff, but it, it's just yeah. Man. I passed on that. Oh, and it was a PlayStation Four exclusive. Yep. So yeah, yeah no. Nah. Uh, <laughs> number four was the Evil Within. Oh, that's a right up your alley, Don. It was up my alley. I started, oh, so you did play? It. I did play it. Yeah. Oh, I I figured because it was a horror game, you would have skipped it. Nope. 
No, and so it's this is really funny. Those games like Resident Evil and Silent Hill, and and I love those. I love those games. That's another. That's another movie that you should watch, Don. The new Resident Evil. I heard the new one is really good. The new one is really really good. I was shocked. See, I have to watch those by the movie myself. theaters that I enjoy. I have to watch those by myself. Not allowed to do horror or scary with, with oh. Mac. She did give her nightmares for weeks. Oh well, yeah. Don't want to let her watch that one then, because yeah, that ain't gonna that ain't gonna work out well. So uh, after that was uh, number four was the Evil Within. I did not play that. Or no, yeah, I did play. No, that you, Dark Souls. Oh, sorry, number yeah. three is Dark Souls two. Uh, I did not. I think you have to be a sadist to like those games. I think I played Dark Souls one, and it is, isn't it super freaking hard? Isn't the first one Demon Souls, and then the second one is Dark Souls? Maybe right? whatever. Yeah, whatever the first one was. Yeah, no, I don't. Yeah. I don't get down with those. All right, so number two, I'm going to let you expand on. It's Metal Gear Solid Five, The Phantom Pain. I love this game. I'm not sh- sure I played this one. What okay, one so this just, is... What's the one that just came out? Phantom Pain. Oh. That's the most recent Metal Gear game. Oh, I loved it. With Shadow? I yeah. it was great. I didn't even I think it was long. I don't understand it being on the list at all. I didn't think the game was long. That the one with the at the last one is the you're standing on the wall trying to kill the big buggy dude that's coming at you. Yeah, I don't know if it's a wall or a mountain, the side of a mountain or something. Yeah, and you got to run back and forth between the two turrets. Yeah, again. yeah, that yep. game, that game, that it's fight not long pissed me off. You people, what's <laughs> spoilers? So that game pissed me off, but um. No, I thought it was a great game. I loved all the That's little upgrades. The yeah, playing the, stealth. Yeah, and the one boss where you had to uh, shoot him in the pool, freeze him in the pool, and then shoot him and run around the back of him. And... That I don't recall. It was a pain in the ass until you figured out the... Did you did you use Shadow in that game? Oh, God, I don't did remember. Did you capture Shadow? She was the girl. She was the female sniper. Yes. Who yes. was very scantily, mm-hmm. scantily clothed. Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah, I yeah, thought the that weird was a really that is good game. Kojima. And I didn't think it was too long either. Nah. nah. Yeah, I, I'm not sure that one's... Why don't they like it? All right, okay, so now we got to find out why they didn't like it. Yeah, I don't know. Um, and then... Are you looking it up? I'm going, yeah. I got to get there. It's Dark Souls, Metal Gear Solid. Oh, it's one of these pages that does this bullshit. Yeah, I hate this crap. Uh, how big it was? Oh, it was just too big of a map? After completing the drawn-out hour-long prologue sequence, the prologue was long in this. Prologue so I will a... say this. Let me... I forgot were... what I was playing by the time I got to the end of the prologue. Yes. And I was like, hold on. How how is this going to turn into... But I never felt like the game was long. I didn't I'll either. Have... And even though you had to drive the stupid 
sled to different places. Oh, yeah. I, I never felt so like we just complained about in that in the Batman game, right? That it was a pain. It was you had to get in I the Batmobile. I'll be honest somewhere. with you. I didn't drive a lot in that game. I jumped out of helicopters. But this one, you had to drive that stupid sled. Sometimes, yeah. From place, but it wasn't a requirement for movement. It wasn't that terrible to do that. Yeah, I like that game. I, if I spent forty-five hours on that game, I don't think I spent forty-five hours. I would be shocked. And if I, but you know, again, I am not a person. Who um, I don't mind who gets game upset being long because the as game long is as long. It's engaging, right? I mean, you know, Shit. Will and I were talking to I've the guys the in East Starland for about... sixteen years. <laughs> I mean, you know, I don't mind a game being long. You know, we I... uh, we were talking about the guy was wanting to know whether he should buy the second Spider Man game. Um. And we, Will was like, it's just sh- so short. Like, it's a great game, mm-hmm. but you are not getting... Um, you're not getting your, your money's worth out of it. Oh, I thought... I thought if I looked it up in the app, it would tell me how long... Yeah, I... I... I'm I'm almost positive I don't have 45 hours in that game, and I really enjoyed it. Yeah, I wish, I wish they would do a better job of like letting me be able to look at stats, and I might be able to look if I if I actually had it open on the uh, on the Xbox. Yeah, but yeah. And the last one on the list, I agreed with this, their assessment, completely, wholeheartedly. The Last of Us Part 2. Man, so, I still haven't finished the first one. So. so, this is not saying that this isn't a great game. This was a great game with a great story that should have ended. <laughs> and it didn't. That was the thing. They didn't need... The epilogue portion of this i thought it took away from the impact of the story and took away from the game and took away from how meaningful that was i they should it should have just ended there and and i agree agree with this 100 percent. so i yes games have been yeah we know we're spoiling behave yourselves so, it, it, are there people complaining about spoilers? No, but this has been out long enough. Oh. Stop it. So, at the end of this, the two, the two characters, main characters, meet and they and they have their main battle, right? And it ends, and then you leave, and you pick up, like a year in the future, after going after the same character. No, stop it. Stop. It ended right there. You want to make another game that, you know, a year in the future? Fine. Have another game where those still are the two um, 
the, the two main players in the game, but uh, yeah, it should it just should have ended there. Great yeah, I, I have Great I haven't finished them. One day, Will's actually trying to convince me. I guess they're doing another remaster of the first game. Way to milk, way to milk it yes. right there. Mm-hmm. Um, he's like, "Oh, you should buy it," and I'm like, Meh. "Oh yeah, what I didn't was, play the first one." What was just prime? So yeah, today's Prime Day. You listen to this later. You missed it, but uh, what was the one? Oh, Mass Effect remastered uh, the. The remastered Mass Effect, mm-hmm. they gave that away for Prime Day today. Amazon like did. for free? For free. Oh, how? Go to Amazon. It's on the Amazon Prime. Yep. Like they gave away the physical game? Yeah. Well, not the physical game. You have to download it, but, it's, you know. Man, I guarantee you that thing's not still... So oh, and that was that was their top one, The Last of Us Part Two. I, I pretty much agreed with that. That was <laughs> um. Yeah, I'm not seeing I'm not seeing nothing free, sir. Was it just for the Luna? No, nope. Amazon Prime Games. All right, so so while Tim is looking for that, (laughs) I will do my game review. So back, uh, Cyberpunk was on sale for five bucks. This was like six months ago uh, at Best Buy. And I had coupons for like $15. And it wouldn't let me use them because it was my coupons were more than the game. So I picked up Elden Ring and said, I'll play this at some point in time because everybody was ranting and raving about how good it was. So I finally got a chance this week to sit down for a couple hours and fired it up. And it may be an amazing game. It may have an amazing story. And I know this publisher is known for this, but I didn't think it could be that bad. It's that bad. It is atrociously hard <laughs> and punishing. It, it's, it's, if you die, you have to go back and collect things off of your body. You lose things when you die. If you if you try to melee just about anything in the game, you have to be standing, to, you have to be pointed within a couple of degrees directly at it to hit it. It was, I, I mean, I have the the reaction time, you know, of of a tree sloth, so it didn't work real well for me. And I just, I, I almost couldn't do it at times. I did find that if I played a magic user, I could kite things around and kill them. I mean, but who wants to spend hours upon hours kiting enemies? <laughs> just People love this game. Fun. 
People love it. It is hard as hell. And it's punishing when you die. I don't understand why they don't give you... I, I Even like... Just let me turn it down a little bit. If the... Or if the, you know... Make it... Make it adaptive. If it sees that I'm dying every 30 seconds, make it a little easier. I don't have to pick story mode, but make it a little easier so it's easier for the person that's playing. That really is my gripe with the game. I actually don't know if it's a good game because I couldn't get far enough into it to know anything that's about terrible. it. It was... Who's the, who's the developer for that game? Um... Um, oh, do, 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 Bandai, but it's, uh, from software, which is, they're new notorious for making exceptionally hard games and that's fine for somebody that wants that I think you're missing a whole group of people that would love to experience the story in the game if you just made it a little easier gave a normal setting or made it adaptive one or the other so I really can't give it a rating because I don't know if it's any good or not because I couldn't get there. But my 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 point is is that it just should have had a a story mode or an easy mode to it. Yeah, that's unfortunate. So I um you know, and then I feel and here's where I feel like I wasted the money, right? Which is never a good feeling with a game. And then that turns me off. I'll, I probably wouldn't ever buy another one of their games. Well, that sucks. Yeah. So, if one of you guys want to borrow it, let me know. <laughs> what, did, what, what console did you buy it for? Um, let's say... I'm gonna say PlayStation, but I don't remember. Yeah, well, I won't be asking to borrow it, sir. You need a PS5. I do not. You do. You need. Listen, I have. I have not even sure I'm rehooking up the PS4. Oh yeah, I gave my PS4 to my future son-in-law. <laughs> oh, that's nice. Does he have time to play video games? No, not at all. Does this <laughs> does this does this fiance allow such recreation? Oh, she's just she's the bad. She's the one that. That led World of Warcraft raids and oh, does she what? still play? No, you know what she's really good at? Mario Kart. She's, I can see that. She's stupid good at Mario Kart. <laughs> I could see that. Alrighty, folks. Well, that's a show. Uh, thanks for listening. If you'd like to reach out and contribute to the show in any way, please email us at joystick and mouse at gmail.com 
Uh, if you want to learn about Jade Dimes or myself, head over to joystickandmouse.com. If you'd like to buy a t-shirt or any other paraphernalia, please head over to shop.joystickandmouse.com. And until next time, take it easy. And we will see you later. If you like this show, check out more great content at incastmedianetwork.com. Diamond Club hopes you have enjoyed this program. <laughs>